Hello, Tech Intersect family. It is producer Stephanie Renee back with you to let you know that as we transition from Professor Evans being on vacation to being back to her very hectic schedule, this week we're going to run another spotlight episode. And this one should help prepare those of you who might be feeling a little skittish with the current bear market. This originally aired as episode 51 featuring Isaiah Jackson, better known to the webosphere as Bitcoin Zay, with the topic Bitcoin, Black America, and financial freedom in the digital economy. This will help prepare you for Professor Evans' upcoming event happening on July 12th, 2022 at noon Eastern. Stay tuned for more information on that. And before we get started, a quick reminder on digital safety. There are a lot of scammers out there on social media impersonating Professor Evans and other crypto educators and trailblazers, and they need your help. Now hear this. She will never slide into your DMs to solicit your time or your money, ever. So be careful and make good choices. And to help you make informed decisions in the volatile world of cryptocurrencies, DeFi, and NFTs, Professor Evans has developed an entire free masterclass about the topic. So check out secureyourcryptobag.com for more information. That's secureyourcryptobag.com. Now that we're clear, please take a moment to follow this podcast and then like, share, and comment so that others who would benefit from this content can find it. Okay? It's time to listen, learn, and leverage. Here's your spotlight. Welcome to Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and my life and work exist at the heart of law, business, and technology. Yeah, I've earned a few fancy titles and degrees over the years, but the bottom line is I'm a writer, speaker, teacher, and lifelong learner, and I'm really excited that you've joined me on this journey. So what is Tech Intersect? Well, it's authentic, empowering conversations with really interesting guests who demystify complex topics to prepare you for the future because your future is now. And it exists where law, business, and tech intersect. Get ready to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. In this episode of Tech Intersect, I welcome Isaiah Jackson, also known as Bitcoin Zay. He is the author of Bitcoin and Black America, a book that explores the synergy between Bitcoin, blockchain technology, and economic empowerment in the Black community. And Isaiah is also community manager for Metronome and co-host of the popular YouTube show, The Gentleman of Crypto. It's a daily broadcast that explores the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency market, includes international topics, news updates, and future innovations in blockchain, digital currencies, and assets, as well as financial technology. His other work in the blockchain space includes being a member of the Digital Currency Council, a certified Bitcoin professional, C4 consortium, and the owner of a Bitcoin ATM. So he definitely knows his stuff and he's been in the game for a minute. We talk about his new book, Bitcoin in Black America 2.0, also the soaring price of Bitcoin in this current bull market. 
leveraging crypto as debt, what dollar cost averaging is and why it's absolutely not too late to buy and participate in this new digital cash economy. All right, time to listen, learn, and leverage. So let's get started. Today, I am so, so, so excited to have this much anticipated second conversation with Isaiah Jackson, also known as Bitcoin Zay. I recently learned that he thinks that nicknames are corny. So I want everybody to know he did not give himself the name Bitcoin Zay, but that's what he goes by now because that's what we all call him. So he will respond to it, but he didn't make it up himself. He is the author of Bitcoin and Black America, one and now two. And he's the founder of Blackchain Foundation and co-host of a popular daily YouTube show, The Gentleman of Crypto. I invited Isaiah back to talk about his latest release of Bitcoin and Black America 2, as well as the serious business power moves he's been doing behind the scenes to launch. We'll talk about all of that in a moment. But first, Isaiah, welcome. Oh, man. Thank you so much for bringing me back on the show. Had such a great time the first time and always a pleasure talking to you, Tanya. Love it. Thank you. And I see from my notes that last time we talked, it was your birthday. I can't remember what, mm-hmm. what when's your birthday? That will tell me precisely. Um, when this Mar- <laughs> March 27th. Yep. Okay. So this is almost our anniversary because each month is like a year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be like 10 years, <laughs> 10 years older since the last time we spoke, um, given all these months. And actually, that does lead me into my first question before we dive in so that I can share with my listeners everything that you're working on and my incitement, excitement and enthusiasm over your work and how you're empowering our community. But the best way that we empower our community is when we are working on ourselves with all that's going on in the world. Now, on one hand, you recently welcomed into the world this little bundle of wonderful Um <laughs> BTC is in fuego, is doing the most. And then, of course, we have the racism and COVID-19 pandemics that continue to rage out of control. How are you and yours doing? Wow. So it's been a a long year. Uh, 2020 was. um, I will say that. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yes, you are correct. I I welcomed uh, my first child into the world, my baby girl, Gaia. And um, I love the fact that she was born in 2020 because it gave us an excuse to stay at home and <laughs> stay away from everybody oh, else. Amen. Because as much as I love, you know, people coming to see the baby, uh, it was sort of nice to be able to say, oh, well, you know, pandemic, uh, not right now. So right, <laughs> um, right. use that to our advantage. But it is a learning experience. And I'm a technical guy. So it's funny with children, there is no guide. So I'm just learning every day. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, not not just her birth, but the entire year of 2020, my girlfriend was pregnant. And uh, so I had that going at the same time. And of course, the pandemic coming and with the events from January 6th, right. you know, just just seeing that, um, <laughs> basically seeing that there are people mad enough to storm the Capitol uh, in right. 2021 is is amazing to me. But it is not surprising. I will say that right. this is something that I've seen coming for a while. And the way I'm dealing with it is basically trying to stay ahead of the game and seeing that these things will happen. And just prepare myself because who knows what could happen next. And in the midst of all this, still just trying to to achieve because uh, I can't look my daughter in the eyes and say, I can't do something for you because of some outside source. So, yeah, just Mm -hmm. just sticking to it. And uh, like like we were discussing, you know, earlier, last year was my my best year money wise um, during a pandemic. And, you know, I sort of took the the 50 cent quote, get rich or die trying uh, because (laughs) (laughs) I had a daughter on the way. And plus, you know, when a lot of people are scared, that's usually the best time to enter market. So. 
took right. that and uh, I think it, it has definitely paid off. Absolutely. Well, I am really happy for you, happy for your family, happy for your business. And I'm glad to see you not surviving, but thriving. So that's wonderful to hear. For folks who don't know your entire backstory, one, I will certainly link to your previous or our previous conversation. It was from episode 16. Absolutely have to listen to that, listeners, as a precursor to this one. I want you to finish this conversation, but then I want you to go back to episode 16 and definitely hit that up. But let's hit the high notes. And so you can share what gave you the confidence to spend your hard-earned money and to invest time because this is not something that you jump into and then in five minutes you're finished with your wallet or some platform and you are involved in crypto buying and trading. It takes some time to sit with because the consequences of sending it somewhere and making a mistake are irreversible in in many instances. What convinced you that you could do this and, and, and what compelled you to do so? So, you know, my mom always says, you know, uh, it may be good or bad, but no matter what, there's some sort of slight or some sort of competition to take on, I'll do it without asking. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been that way because, you know, I played basketball my whole life, uh, you know, and one of the things about being competitive is that I took that mindset into the Bitcoin world. And uh, one of the biggest things is in Bitcoin, everybody, even your own family is like, you're a drug dealer or you're scamming right. or it's something wrong with it. Your best friends, your family, they'll turn your back on you in that regard. But I took it sort of like uh, if you saw the Michael Jordan documentary where he was like, they did such and such. And I took that personal. I took mm-hmm. it personal in 2013 when, you know, my whole life, people had, who had known me, I 4.0 student, you know, graduated top of my class, all this stuff. But now that I presented a, an idea that they didn't understand, all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm looked at in this weird light. And I I took offense to that. So I was like, I'm going to use the next 10 years of my life, which I haven't even got there yet. But I was like, I'm going to use the next 10 years of my life to convince the black community that Bitcoin is where we should be headed and that, you know, blockchain and cryptocurrency is the future. Because if nobody else will do it, I definitely will, because I'm not scared of the consequences. I think that's also Mm -hmm. another thing. Whether good or bad, I'm not really scared of much. So, you know, the pushback that came with it, uh, that's sort of the mindset I had. And it worked out long term. I've been convinced for, you know, eight years now. And mm-hmm. uh, when people say, how did you last that long? To me, it was the pushback. Like That's what kept me fueled. Because right now, everybody agrees with me. It's kind of boring. Uh, right, right. <laughs> now everybody's like, oh, yeah, of course Bitcoin is going to succeed. It's a foregone conclusion. You know? um, but at first, there was, it was nothing like that. So uh, getting to this point is great. But I, I use that as fuel and, and very competitive. So I wanted to, to express that in this market, and it worked out. That's fantastic. I know you're getting a lot of questions. I get them all day, every day, and twice on Sunday uh, mm-hmm. about, you know, it's the same information that I've been talking about for years, but now, mm-hmm. and that's going to happen over time. It's not, certainly not to make light of it. And it is heady stuff that seems quote unquote out there, mm-hmm. particularly because of the language that people in the crypto community use. And, you know, I see people on Twitter all the time. It's like, you can teach yourself this yourself. And, and I get that because I, I started in YouTube University before I tried to, you know, hone my craft and and spend the 10,000 plus hours necessary to really grapple with anything that you want an expertise in and have pushed myself, particularly as an educator, you know, the law professor in me to find a way to present this so that it, it is accessible to the average person who doesn't have a tech background, who doesn't have a finance background and may have some money, but may be very conservative. And for all the reasons of distrust for formal finances, for government, 
Those are all the reasons that we have in the Black community to say absolutely not. So how do you speak with your family, friends, and certainly now those who are buying your book and attending your webinars in the most simple form? One, what crypto is generally and the distinguishing characteristic of Bitcoin in particular that makes it what we talk about as hard money, sound money, what those terms mean and why Bitcoin is a standout among crypto. Oh, yeah. So usually I ask people, do they remember the recession of 08, 09? And that's Mm -hmm. still very fresh in a lot of people's minds. And one thing I say is that, you know, following that recession, Bitcoin was created. And the reason for it was to give us an alternative to our current financial system. And for most people, if you ask them, do you trust the current financial system? It's almost overwhelmingly no. Even if they're rich, they're like, I know there's federal printing of dollars, which devalues our money. I know that they're, uh, you know, just last year, the stimulus checks just showed the inefficiency of the government to get something done whenever money is needed. So um, things like that, uh, I sort of use that to start. And I explain Bitcoin to them uh, that the reason it is valuable is first, it's scarce. And nothing has value if anybody can create it. So if you can print dollars at will, you're technically losing money every day by holding dollars. With Bitcoin, it's the opposite. It's scarce. There's only a certain amount available. And because it is a digital asset, you can clearly see how much of the supply is available and how much of the supply is left. So that scarcity is provable scarcity, unlike gold and silver and maybe some other things. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can prove that scarcity. That's what gives it value. And that's why you see the price you see today. And the use case for it, there's hundreds of use cases for it. But the best use case for most people is as a store of value. Would you rather Mm -hmm. store your value? in cash or in certain things that could yield, you know, small percentages over time? Or would you rather have a savings account that is constantly increasing in price because of scarcity and rising demand? And, you know, I try to keep it as simple as possible on people's terms. But mm-hmm. a lot of times people look at it as, as an investment and I always try to get them to realize Bitcoin is money. Right. Um, the investment side of it comes from investors. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> when you have Fidelity and some of these other people jumping into it, I, I can see why you would think that way. But Bitcoin is money and the price you're seeing of Bitcoin is nothing more than the value of the U.S. dollar decreasing. So every time you see Bitcoin going up, that is an indication of our dollar failing. So the price increase from 13000 to 40000 today um, is an indication that the federal printing that happened last year just sped up the need for Bitcoin in our world right now. There's a lot of money coming in and, and it does in many instances. There's so many things going on in the world and certainly in the world of money. But when you come down to basic economics of supply and demand, you know, there are increasingly fewer opportunities to mint new BTC and there are more and more people who are interested. And then you add the additional factors of the inflationary concerns about fiat in general, uh, the Mm -hmm. dollar in particular. We know that Alan Greenspan back in the day said that we'll never you know, fail on a debt because we can always print our way out of it. Print our way out of it. (laughs) Right. And that hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. So it is really unbelievable. Not, it's not unbelievable, but still when I look at the price and I'm not a person who looks at the price every day, I ask, answer questions about it um, Mm -hmm. to help people at least get the basics, whatever they do, wherever they spend their money, DYOR, do your own research. Zay and I are just talking right now. We, and you all happen to be listening, um, not giving you financial or legal advice. That's the lawyer in me. But it is fascinating to see when I started teaching just in this particular course of From Cash to Crypto in June, 
the price was like, we were still talking about 10. We were talking yeah. about, ooh, it just moved to 13. Uh, <laughs> so to see it now kiss 40,000, pull up a little bit, but really it's basically at 40,000. That's something to, what do you think about it? I know you don't, you are knee deep in the ecosystem, but even for you, is price the most interesting part of Bitcoin? Um, not anymore. I'm sort of like you. I've, I've been in this space so long now. I don't even react to price. Uh, I'm sort of like, wake me up when it's a hundred thousand. I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely like, wake me up, please. Yeah. This is twenty four seven five, and I might miss it. Yeah, exactly. And and I tell people, you know, the price increase is what brings people in. But once mm-hmm. you start getting into the space, and you realize that you can become a developer in the space, you can do cryptocurrency taxes, you can be a lawyer, you can be an educator, you can write books. Once people understand that, and because Bitcoin is a free and open market, I think Mm -hmm. that is what keeps people. And we also kind of joke that when people buy the top of a market, that also keeps people as holders. So (laughs) um, that's the truth. They want to stick around. (laughs) They want to stick around so they don't have to sell at a loss. But I think what's happening right now with the price, the, the, the biggest thing is for one, we have in my opinion, uh, lightning in a bottle. We have a perfect combination of market instability uh, in the financial markets, along with the uh, increase in value in the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency world by institutions. So Mm -hmm. you have institutions buying billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin, which is constantly keeping the price going forward because it's not not many sellers. And then you also have retail seeing this price movement. So then they're jumping into it, buying different Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies all at the same time. And this is literally, in my opinion, the ethos of what of why Satoshi created Bitcoin was in times of trouble, in times of prosperity. It doesn't matter. Bitcoin will always constantly rise as demand increases. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Tech Intersect. Our conversation will continue in a moment, but first, a word on an exciting opportunity. There's a more cost-effective and time-efficient way to reach your leading-edge learning and earning goals, to put you ahead of the stiff competition in this fast-paced, tech-driven economy. You need skills, credentials, and a fast track to a competitive advantage. You need it now more than ever, and I can help. The Advantage Evans method puts you ahead of the curve with condensed, comprehensive online courses, curated content to leverage your current skills and expertise, live coaching, networking opportunities, and more. Upcoming courses include From Cash to Crypto to help you buy your first Bitcoin, and there are two ways to get your advantage. Advantage Evans Encore gives you maximum experience for your total competitive advantage and access for one year. It includes a live welcome and modules on terminology, buying and selling, exchanges, mining, earning crypto, trading and investing, and also several of the legal issues you need to know in order to be safe and secure as you enter this space. That includes tax compliance, 
how to plan for a Bitcoin estate, and securities laws to make sure you avoid any legal unforced errors. Now, Advantage Core gives you the essentials. It's a short course to give you what you want and the support you need to buy your first crypto in as little as three weeks with access to the information and replays for three months. And if you're not quite ready for your Advantage and want a sneak peek to try before you buy, then register for a free masterclass where I share my Crypto 101 success checklist and cover current hot topics in crypto. So there truly is something for everyone, including you, to get in on the fast track and learn and earn in the digital economy. Visit AdvantageEvans.com to get started. That's AdvantageEvans.com. And now, back to the conversation. I love that. And that's a perfect summation to give some context, because when we think about back to, you know, 2008, 2009, in January of 2009, when BTC is lovingly released into the world, there's a little financial angst going on at that time as well. So what's past is prologue, it seems. Absolutely. And I I think you mentioned earlier, too, about like um, how people view Bitcoin, like, you know, just making sure they understand it. I just mm-hmm. want to throw out there that you have to understand monetary and energy. That's what money is. All Bitcoin is, is people moving their energy into a different monetary space. That's what you're seeing. The whole mindset, the whole, whole industry sort of shifting their energy towards that. Mindset is really, really important too, because we'll always have the next new asset class. I think crypto, my personal opinion, is here to stay, to be sure. But when you think about the different types of assets in the world and the next quote unquote novel asset class that comes into the space and the focus and the energy and the velocity of money as well as we think about that. And we think about that in the black community to make sure that we are accessing always and all opportunities for wealth in this generation and most important part, intergenerational wealth. So we're not starting over at each generation because that doesn't even exist. If someone has to start from quote unquote scratch in the next generation, they are actually woefully behind as we see and, and start to talk about the wealth gap. I talked about that recently in an episode. I'll drop a link to that because I want to focus our attention now on Bitcoin and Black America, the origins of the first book, what's different about the second. And then I have a couple of questions about some of the new stuff. Absolutely. So the first version, again, I'm very competitive. So I thought to myself, you know, I wanted to get into Bitcoin early, but I also saw once I got into the Bitcoin space, it was extremely white, very white, male dominated, a lot of bro culture, which I was mm-hmm. used to because I was in tech. Right. But honestly, Bitcoin wasn't built for people who were already established. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's not really why Bitcoin was built. Uh, they may have been the first ones to find it, but the reason. Bitcoin was to give everyone an opportunity at a financial system. So in the black community, I realized a lot of us uh, were scared off by Bitcoin because it was very techy. Most people that thought about Bitcoin, they thought it was a white guy in a hoodie in his mom's basement, you know, typing away. So I wanted right. to change the look of what Bitcoin is. And with Bitcoin and Black America, I think the starting point for that book was the fact that I was consulting a lot of black people, uh, going around the country, uh, driving my car up and down the highways, meeting people one-on-one or in groups. And and I realized it would be much more efficient to write that book. And when I put it out, the goal was organic growth, but also to put it out there that, hey, 
this is for us too. Right. You know, I get questioned all the time, like, hey, Bitcoin's for everybody, right? It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But for the black community, they need to realize that this is for them too, because a lot of times when you mention finance or tech, they think it's not for them uh, if they don't have enough money. And this is right. the, this is the first time in history that's not true. You know, th there's no barrier to entry into this market. So I had to make sure the black community got that in the first book. And after release and after going on a book tour, talking with people and their questions, and then, of course, the pandemic, once it started in mm -hmm. March, that really got the wheel spinning for this second book. And I realized that, you know, getting into Bitcoin is cool, but we need to make sure that we have all the tools available to actually win in the market um, as black people. Right. So the second book is sort of like 200 level college course. Like if the first one was 100 level, this is 200 level. <laughs> right. So not as much beginner stuff, but it does delve into first, it, it goes right into another memoir of the Bitcoin and Black America tour. You can see some of the questions from black people around the country. Uh, some mm. of the events that happened. It even describes some of the people that disagreed with me on tour. So right. you can see their disagreements and <laughs> how we sort of went back and forth and then coming to an understanding. Also, it goes into how to run your own node and also how to, to get a level of privacy um, where you can store your Bitcoin uh, without too much eyes on it. Uh, it also goes into stock to flow ratio and the cantillion effect as far as why Bitcoin is continually increasing over time. Mm -hmm. um, and just like in the first book, uh, <laughs> I have a chapter called Fuck the Banks. Excuse my language. But <laughs> it's all good. It's all no, good. It's 2021. I mean, we just got to. But, <laughs> but honestly, yeah, yeah, fuck the banks, man. I mean, this right. we're, we're done. We're done with being nice because, I mean, the fiasco we've, we've seen just in 2020 should convince you. But I use, um, you know, I just use 2020 in the book. That's the best part. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't even have to go back that far. It's just 2020. Right. Uh, JP Morgan, some of these banks manipulating markets, basically being hypocrites. And then all of a sudden, the change they made from Bitcoin is fake, is terrible, to now Bitcoin can be worth 146000 So that, right. that's sort of what that chapter goes into. I talk about Black being global. There's over 30 countries mentioned in there, their crypto economies. I discuss Bitcoin as reparations. I go into uh, how we could possibly front run the people that I believe do owe us reparations. So instead of asking, we could front run them and invest in an asset where they are basically giving us money by increasing the market cap and uh, our, businesses, right. our businesses as well. If we establish them now, they'll have to use our businesses to, to onboard. So I talk about that. I go into Bitcoin as decentralized finance. The ability to use Bitcoin as collateral for loans is huge for the black community. Like we never right. have to use a bank again. Uh, I mean, right. I, I know that's crazy to, to think about, but you could literally never use a bank again uh, with decentralized finance. And then the last chapter is, is called No More Talking, because after that chapter, you should be able to close it and start making uh, your moves in the Bitcoin space immediately. The first section of that chapter is eight ways to earn Bitcoin without trading. The next section is dollar cost averaging and then on from there. So, uh, yes, this second book is packed with a lot of information. And the reason I wrote it was because in my eyes, the time for change is now. Uh, we have to have a sense of urgency. And I wanted to get that across. I think you'll see that in the second version. Uh, a lot of a sense of urgency and that you should do things right now. I'm really excited about that. And there is no better moment to say what you just said than the context of the pandemic and not knowing what tomorrow holds. Mm -hmm. If I had known on Tuesday that we were going to have uh, insurrection at the <laughs> <laughs> at Congress on Wednesday, I might have gone to bed earlier. Uh, say, Warnock, Asaf, I wish you well. I'm going to bed. There's going to be an insurrection tomorrow, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So there is no time. All we actually have, you know, from a spiritual and metaphysical point of view, we only have one this moment. 
the and the past was a moment. It used to be a present moment. It didn't exist. All we have is this moment. When we have new information, we get to make a new decision. And we now have the power of the information age that has opened up so much in terms of the availability of information with the information age, but we're moving into a new age. And in the same way that we moved data and information, now we get a chance to move value in a way that doesn't require permission from others to participate. Yes, and that's what, one of the many things that makes this space so important and profound. And so two things that you mentioned in particular before we get out of here that I think are of particular interest to listeners, you mentioned two things. First, collateralizing crypto and also the concept of dollar cost averaging, which could be used here. I learned about it first in the context of stocks. It's the same thing. But mm-hmm. tell people what dollar cost averaging is and then why it's relevant and important in the crypto space generally, Bitcoin in particular. And so used to having everything in front of them right away that we forget that innovation just takes time. I, I myself, I get frustrated too. Why? And you know this as being one of my best friends is, hey, I talk to you all the time. Hey, man, I'm frustrated in the fact that I can't seem to just get there in Mm -hmm. the next day. But that's just not how these things work, right? Innovation needs to be planned out. It needs to be very methodical. And then when it finally hits, that's when it seems like to everyone else that it it sort of just came out of nowhere. But to you, you know the amount of dedication that it took over that time. Absolutely. So dollar cost averaging is a term used to describe buying a certain amount of Bitcoin during a certain time interval, no matter the price. And mm-hmm. dollar cost averaging requires a change of mindset because you have to stop thinking that, hey, Bitcoin is this price. I'm buying this quote unquote small amount. That's not enough. Or the price is going up, it's going down. Uh, do I panic and, and let it go? You have to change that mindset. The way you should think of it is Bitcoin is a scarce asset. Like I said, there's only 21 million. So every time you're buying Bitcoin, you're actually getting more of a percentage of a scarce supply. So dollar cost averaging is very, very, very beneficial because most traders, 90% of traders are not profitable year over year. And the fact that most people getting into Bitcoin are not traders, dollar cost averaging is your best bet. And in fact, there's been a few graphs. I have my own, which I'll have on the webinar next week and others that dollar cost averaging, no matter the price, you always win uh, year over year versus uh, most traders. Uh, so that's that's one way that you can win. And remember, you can buy one hundred dollars each week, no matter the price, or you can, you know, set it for monthly. It doesn't matter. You just want to make sure that dollar cost averaging is the strategy and also collateralized loans. The reason I think that is great for the black community is usually you have to go to a bank. You have to have certain things in place and you could be denied for factors that have nothing to do with your qualifications. Or if you're qualified, they could give you rates that are higher than your white counterparts simply just for being black or because of the zip code you live in. So collateralized loans means that you can take your Bitcoin. And for instance, let's say you have uh, $1,000 worth of Bitcoin, right? You can use that as collateral. They usually have up to 50% cash loan. So you would get a $500 cash loan. Could use that for whatever uh, business, personal, it depends on how you sign up. Um, And then when you pay back that loan, you get your actual collateral back. And the reason that's important is because let's say it's actually 100,000 Bitcoin you put up, you can actually get a $50,000 loan and maybe for your business, 
You could buy commercial property. And then if you pay back or have a, a income generating property, you could earn that money back, pay it off and still keep your Bitcoin because at that point you're not selling it. And there's two advantages right. to not selling it. For one, you're not giving up your Bitcoin uh, <laughs> to the bankers that are really trying to buy it. And for two, there's no tax implications for holding Bitcoin. If right. you sell, you have to pay capital gains tax on that. If you collateralize it for a cash loan, talking with the CPA, when you get that Bitcoin back, it's just like holding. And mm -hmm. oftentimes when you get that Bitcoin back, it'll be worth more than when you did it. So you can actually repeat this process over and over. And the black community needs to realize that banks are not the end all be all. They're trying to catch up to Bitcoin and blockchain space. We're way ahead of them. Uh, they just got Zelle like a couple years ago. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's their big Shady. innovation. Shady exactly. so true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's their big innovation. Like, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to impart on people is that we are the innovative ones. This is available right now. You can use a service like BlockFi. You can use Unchained Capital. There's a, a lot of them, Celsius Network. So it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's possible. And that's all I care about is that it is possible. And having talks with some people who work for Black-owned banks, mm -hmm. if they would just integrate this into their banks, they would be flooded with customers that could collateralize Absolutely. their loans with them and take those cash loans. And the Black community, I think, will benefit greatly. So I'm actually working on that right now. So hopefully I'll have some traction and have something for you, maybe on the third episode. But, uh, but yeah, that's very possible for the Black community. Excellent. I'm really excited about that. And that's just the type of power move that we need in the 21st century, in the fourth industrial revolution or whatever we're calling this. It's the next step and method of empowerment when we think of what we can do with the wealth that we have, the wealth that we give to the world to be able to leverage that in the 21st century and not, you know, that's like a big term. The way we leverage that today, now, the moment that you close Bitcoin and Black America too, and then you move forward. And so that's why, for a number of reasons, I'm so excited about the opportunity. You have the book. It's hardback, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. yes. Is it a hardcover? Hardcover. It's There's... a beautiful, beautiful cover. <laughs> my family owns an independent publishing company. And so my series of books was one of the first that I put out. So I know what a four-color cover costs. And um, and particularly in the hardback version, talk to us about the offer. And I will say, I'm giving away one copy of Bitcoin and Black America to the second edition, I should say, one copy each of my monthly webinars. My next webinar is next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Information's in the show notes. The only thing standing between you and everything that Isaiah is talking about is information and your mindset, getting beyond all of the 101 reasons not to even just learn. We're not even talking about necessarily buying. You know, you, he says when you close the book, you need to get up and get moving. You can't get moving unless you get the information. So tell them about the book, what comes with the book, and then we'll get out of here. Absolutely. So the book comes with access to three exclusive webinars. Uh, we had our first webinar uh, on Monday. It was eight ways to earn Bitcoin and cryptocurrency without trading, uh, which I think is great for beginners because some people are scared to buy, but I show you ways to earn it just for simply to either download the apps or doing things you already do. Our second webinar is dollar cost averaging strategies, showing you good times to buy in the market, how to do it long term, the amounts to use based on portfolios. And then the last webinar is Bitcoin for business and taxes, which is going to be big going into our tax season this year. Mm -hmm. So. Definitely want to hit on that early and make sure everybody is doing what they have to do to stay safe and to win in this market uh, legally. That's fantastic. 
Yeah, you know, getting to understand and appreciate how crypto is taxed here in the United States, in particular taxes property. You mentioned capital gains. Uh, I'm all about gains, but nothing wrong with a good loss when you need it to. So understanding (laughs) specifically how that all works is critically important. And that's a really important part of the book. It's certainly an important part of From Cash to Crypto. You want to start out from day one, set up for success so that you can learn from our uh, lessons and blessings. I won't call them mistakes. (laughs) And so that you're set up to win. The other thing that, and final thing that I love about the book is that there are a limited number of copies. You have introduced scarcity even into this. Yes. With a price point that is reflective of the time, talent, and attention that you have paid to this project over time. I think it's still a steal, but you know, I'm a law professor. Our books, you know, these case books are like $200. So <laughs> a $99 book to make you whatever, this is not financial advice, but um, that can set you up for success, not just in this generation, but in the next is a no brainer for me. I want you all to head immediately to bitcoinandblackamerica.com. I will have a link in the show notes as well. I encourage you to sign up for my next Bitcoin and the Future of Money Masterclass, January 13th. I have one every month. And so you can check advantageevans.com or from cashtocrypto.com and find out when the next masterclass, those masterclasses are the precursor to my full course. If you're ready to get up, get moving, you've closed Bitcoin and Black America too. You've attended Isaiah's webinars and you're ready to really rock then this is where you begin. We are here from you. The only thing that stands between you and winning is making a decision to say yes, so that we hope that we see you on the other side of this win. Isaiah, tell them how they can continue to learn more about you and your work. Yes. So you can visit BitcoinAndBlackAmerica.com. You can also visit me on Twitter at BitcoinZay or Instagram at LLC. And again, I want to mention that, yes, I introduced scarcity for this book. There are only 10,000 copies ever going to be available. And I want to give a shout out to Octavia Butler, which is where Mm -hmm. I got the idea from. Uh, She had a a book that's discontinued and the value of it increases every year. And that's sort of what I want my book to get to (laughs) so that other people can can benefit as well. So shout out to her for that. But that's where you can find me. And uh, yes, love to interact with anybody who has questions. Love it. Thank you so much for the time. I will see you on the internet and on the other side of this win. Thanks again to Bitcoin Zay for sharing his time and talents with us today. Now, many of you who listen on a regular basis are already familiar with cryptocurrencies. But even if you haven't made your first purchase, you still know something because you listened to at least one episode. You are otherwise well-educated. You've achieved professional success in your life. You probably own property or other investments, but you may also be a first-generation investor with little mentorship to guide you through investing in any asset class, let alone a new one like cryptocurrency. But you're already interested, so it's time to really dive in, get informed and empowered, because when you have new information, you get to make a new decision and participate meaningfully in your economic future. So join me live at an upcoming free masterclass to learn everything you need to know about crypto and the future of money. I will empower you with step-by-step milestones and essential information to start you on your way safely, legally, and confidently. I'll teach you how to set up a crypto wallet, make your first purchase. You do not need any finance or tech knowledge in order to participate. 
You just need to be intellectually curious and focused on pivoting with purpose in the new digital cash economy. So register right now at fromcashtocrypto.com. That's from cash to crypto, T-O-C-R-Y-P-T-O.com. If you're ready to grow, let's go. All right, that's all for now. Until next time, continue to shine. Stay in touch with host Tanya Evans via your favorite social media on Twitter at at Tech Intersect and on Instagram via the handle Tech Intersect. This podcast has been produced by Stephanie Renee for Soul Sanctuary Incorporated.